back to another episode of the Dummies of Horror. I am your host, Tim. With me is Mushroom. What is up, baby? Hello. How are we this week? You are you excited to pump up some more decades? I'm so excited. I am. So excited. <laughs> I'm indifferent. I'll be honest, man. I'm indifferent. <laughs> uh, it's been a bit of a struggle for me to try and get as many movies as I can watched. But, um... I'm, I'm alright. Yeah, you're fucking killing it, man. You've got, like, heaps under your belt. But It's almost like I don't have these tiny lives to make sure I don't die all the time. Yep, yep. And it's going to get harder for me because um, my children are starting sport this year. Like, my son's my son's starting soccer. So there goes, like, my weekends. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Fucking... You don't even consider that when you're a kid. What a what a fucking time suck you doing sports is. And then I know for me, I felt like I felt like I was being forced to sport. <laughs> yeah. As well. And so it's like not only do I not want to do this, you I'm sure you don't want to be here either. Yeah, I'm sure that they didn't. But like so why are we here? What were we doing? You should have just let me ha- stay home and play Sega. Yeah. I think I think you have to as a parent you have to like put them into sports because then otherwise if you don't you're regarded as a bad parent. <laughs> well, don't put me on top of a fucking candy shop. That's yeah, fair enough. That's that's your life. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Anyway. Welcome to the horror <laughs> the dummies of horror. We are the sh- oh, this is episode 256 by the way. We are the show that comes to you bi-weekly. <laughs> That teaches a everywhere. That teaches a thing or two to the dumbest little guy about the genre we love, and Hi. we are continuing our decades of horror breakdown, where we put all the decades up against each other and we find out which is the greatest decade in the horror genre. And speaking of last time, last episode we did the 1930s versus the 2000s, and you and me couldn't come up with a winner. It was a tie. It came to literal blows. It it, it did. It did. I think it's going to be different. I this, drove this down to Dapto and I kicked him in the shins because everyone knows where Dapto is. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for telling everyone lives. where I live. By the way. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm in Stanmore. Come find me. <laughs> um, for our Australian people, where. That know where those places are. <laughs> don't come, don't come find me. There's lots of people in Stanmore. You won't find me. 
That's true. There's a lot of junkies in Dapto, so you won't find me either. See, that sounds great. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, we couldn't come up with a decision on what decade is better, the 30s or the 2000s. So we put a poll out for you guys, and you guys have delivered. So without further ado, here's the winner of the last matchup. With a total of six votes, the 1930s gets beaten by the 2000s that had a total vote of 18. Yeah, I think uh, they put up a good fight, but it turns out the general public, not huge on 1930s horror movies. Look, uh, Don said it perfectly. Um, he, he said that the 30s is probably the better decade. But because of the lack of horror compared to the 2000s, that's where it falls. Yeah, and which is fair. Uh, yeah, I've got, to, I've got to agree with Don there. Um, he does make a compelling case. So, unfortunately, the 1930s has been knocked out. Uh, and the 2000s moves on to fight another day. But Congratulations, 2000s. We are here. You did it. <laughs> we are here to decide... Which decade is better, the 1950s or the 1970s? And, uh, yeah, we'll get into that later on in this episode. Before we do that, we have the usual fucking show to do. We're going to talk about what movies, besides the decade movies we've watched, uh, we have a question yep. to answer. We've got all that mm-hmm. fun stuff to do, so... um, Important un- shit. Pretty much, yeah. Unless you have anything else to say... Uh, no. No, nothing. You nah. you good, you're happy. Oh, quickly. Yeah, I, 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 yeah what, what? I I do just want to say one thing actually. Um I Go on. had the honor of being honor. a part of um speaking of Don, I had the honor of being a part of his show. Um Oh. Uh a few well, it was in December. We recorded in December, but the show came out. <laughs> I must out. have missed my message back then. <laughs> Next <Don>. time, <laughs> um, yeah, we. I was a part of Don's podcast called the Horror Countdown Podcast, where we take a subject and we do a top ten list of it. And <gasps> my topic that I decided was the best Australian horror films. Oh, that's so, an odd one for you, seeing as you don't like Australian horror movies. <laughs> I know, right? I gave him a list of different options, and that's the one he chose. So. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, What's your top three? Save us some time. No, go and listen to the show. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) So the Horror Countdown podcast, um, it's a great fucking show, man. If you like countdowns, like movie, like talking about movies and countdown shows. I I miss Molly Meldrum. (laughs) As a joke for four people. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, go and check out the Horror Countdown podcast where I guest star on an episode, episode six. So go and listen to it. And speaking about countdown shows, uh, if you are a member of our Patreon page, (gasps) I released another episode of Tim's Top 10, where I list my personal top 10 favorite horror romance movies in honor of Valentine's Day. Cute. Yep, so if you want to listen to that, go join us on Patreon. we got so much shit over there. What's that back bracket we did the last month? Oh, best Hero. Uh, yeah, yeah, Best Hero. Best, yeah, I remember. Best Cinematic Hero. So if you want yep. to hear us discuss 
Who's the best hero in film? Go and check that out. And if you know the show, maybe somebody gets butt hurt. Yeah. I won't give anything away, you motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) You'll never guess who. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's it. Let's get into the goddamn show. We're going to start with question of the week. Question of the week. All right. Question of the week for last time. The question was, what is your favorite film from the 2000s decade? So, from the year 2000 to the year 2009. So, coming in first, Tim Walker says Lake Mungo. Interesting choice for number one. I think I've seen that. I think it was good. It's an Australian movie. Huh. Uh, Jerry Herring says Suicide Club. Another interesting Suicide choice. Club. Uh, Jordy Van Vuklis, The Devil's Rejects. That would that's that's up there mm-hmm. for me. It's not my number one, but that is up there for me. Um, speaking about my number one of oh, the two thousands cool. decade, what Suicide oh, Club? If we if we when we do the next one, I want to watch that Suicide Club. Yeah, that looks good. Uh, yeah, speaking about my number one of the two thousands, I agree with Mister Watson, who says Trick or Treat. He is correct. Uh, William Devine says Martyrs. Oh, man. That's a rough watch. Uh, yeah, why? You haven't seen Martyrs? No. You, I, is that going on my list? I, I can't tell you. Because it's one of those movies that's better left going in blind. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm reading the blurb. It's a, it's a French extremity film. Let's just say that. Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Uh, Susie Renee says, Cloverfield. I can watch that movie over and over. Timeless. Interesting. It's it's interesting I, people's... I like Cloverfield. Yeah, I enjoyed Cloverfield too. I'm a found footage fan and I like some kaiju films. So, mm-hmm. there we go. Spoilers. But it's interesting, like, the many different picks that people are having here. Yeah, it's pretty varied, dude. Uh, B. Dramine says, Wolf Creek. See, that's that's interesting too, because Wolf Creek it's Two good. came out. Oh no, Wolf Creek Two it's came out movie. in the twenty tens. I think I can't remember now. Uh, Zim Vader and Marcy Papandria says Saw. The orig- I'm guessing okay. the original. Um, Brian Stitcher with Wreck, another great okay. one. Yeah, and Kate Pollock says, "Oh my God, so many." Some great entries here too, and many I'd include in my own choice, but I've so many. I won't, lol. Short of the Dead is definitely up there as one of my all-time favorite films. Yeah, I agree. Um, But I also want to mention Donnie Darko, American Psycho, Pan's Labyrinth, Final Destination, The Ring, The Grudge, Eden Lake, Shudder from 2004, Ginger... Ginger Snaps, Jennifer's Body, The Descent, Battle Royale, The Orphanage, Sessions 9, A Tale of Two Sisters, The Mist, and Dog Soldiers. Dang. See, when when Kate mentions so many movies, it makes me think, fuck, maybe 2000s is so much better than what I thought it would. It's good. (laughs) Yeah, so thank you to everyone who commented on that. And for question of the week for this time, this is going to be a little harder. And I don't think we're going to get as many answers, but I want to know, what's your favorite horror film from the 1950s decade? Ooh. 
Have you got anything that you can say right now? Have you got a favorite? For for me, know, let me it, check. yeah, you check. For let me, me it's, check all the nineteen fifties horror. For me, it's it's creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, that might be mine too. I really yeah. do love that movie. I, yeah, it's fucking great, man. Um, the original creature, awesome. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> I forget it was so late too. Yeah, yeah, it's like the last of the Universal monsters, pretty much, and um, mm. yeah, it's like twenty years after. It's crazy, eh? Yeah, I... I... Yeah, I think that's mine, dude. Fuck yeah. Yeah, We actually agree on a number one. I don't think that's ever happened before. Ever. Yeah. (laughs) This is weird. Uh, Alright, so... I think it's about time to talk about what other movies we've watched in the past two weeks. Yeah, you okay? Yeah, sorry, I forgot the blob was from the 50s. I'm sad I didn't rewatch it. Dude, I'll be honest, man. The Blob from the fifties is like it's a decent movie and it all, but I feel it's more of I feel it's more of a comedy. Where if you want if you want a Blob film, watch the one from the eighties. Okay, that one. Holy shit, there's some scenes in it. (laughs) There's some shit where it's just like, especially with the fifties. Yeah, for me, it's like they have a cool poster, and I feel like that's most of the movie. Yeah. That's the 50s. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, they've got a fucking sick poster and then you watch the movie. You're like, I mean, I guess, all right. Yeah. No, I, I get it. <laughs> I do. Uh, but we'll talk about the 50s soon. Sure. But let's talk about what other things we did and what horrors have you done? <laughs> Um, so the only movie I watched that wasn't part of these movies was, uh, Trunk Locked In from, uh, 2024. Uh, cause Tim watched it. Uh, so, uh, Melina wakes up disorientated in the trunk of a speeding car and discovers her to a horror that she is missing more than her memory. With her mobile phone as the only link to the outside world, she wages a desperate battle for survival. Um, this was interesting. It was pretty decent for what it was. Yeah. Um, there was a lot going on, story-wise. Mm-hmm. Maybe a smidge confusing. Um, but all of the, let's say gory bits was pretty good like it all felt really like effective if that makes sense yeah I get you and um, I think it was really well acted for how many people there were in it really but it just didn't completely grab me but I I, it was still really enjoyable I I get you 100% I, I think we have the same feelings with this movie it didn't grab me. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I felt the same way. Um, like I was watching it. And I'm like, there's nothing super wrong with it, but I'm just not mad into it. I, I think it's mostly the story. Cause I was like, I was intrigued and then they'd reveal stuff. And I was like, eh, okay. You know, like, yeah. And then I'd get confused. I'm like, wait, hold on. Who's that? Well, who's this guy? <laughs> and then you kind of find out everything at the end. You're like, oh, okay. But we went in like a really weird way of getting there. Yeah. Um, 
But overall, like like a Zim, like a straight Zim, a I'd probably go a Zim, a Zim minus. Okay. Fuck. Okay. Um, so you liked it more than I did. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. I I wouldn't watch it again, but I wouldn't tell people to not watch it. Yeah, I, I think that's that's like I gave it a six, and like while okay. I was entertained while watching it, it's not a movie that I'm probably not going to even remember at the end of the, the year. Same. It's it's going to be middle of the road. Yeah, yeah, just to fill a filler movie to mm-hmm. to sit there in the middle of your list. Um, yeah, but. Let's just quickly discuss 2024 so far because we're in the middle of February right now. And I don't know about you, man, but like this year, I'm, I'm just not feeling this year at all. Same. And also like I've been looking at the movies like every week for something horror to come out. Yeah. And there's just nothing. I know that there is something. Oh, there's like two things coming out this month. I'm sure I saw it. Now I have to go into my fucking cinema app and have but a look. We're like almost into March, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, see, I haven't even seen fucking Godzilla yet because it still hasn't come out. Oh, Baghead is coming out next Thursday. At the movies? Yeah. Um, and then something else. There was something else coming. Oh, maybe not. Oh, Imaginary is coming out at the start of March. So, I mean, there's two, and there's another movie coming out in March called You'll Never Find Me. Don't know, but I don't know. So far, like, like, firstly, I'm struggling to even find horror movies on any streaming service or any VOD or anything. And then when I do find something, I'm just not interested in it. See, March has, like, kind of got a few. Yeah. Like, that's when all the the blockbustery type ones come out. I'm assuming that's like the first school holiday. It's Easter. That's why. Yeah. Okay. Well then, yeah. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters yeah. comes out at the end of March. So yeah. Cause it's Ghostbusters and King Kong Godzilla, the new one. Oh shit. Is that March? Yeah. Fuck. All right. You'll never find me. Ghostbusters. Immaculate looks horror ish and Godzilla. Okay, so maybe there is hope for this year. Maybe it's just a slow start, I hope. That's what I'm... Yeah, but, like, last year was a slow start, and it picked up, like, the middle to end of the year, so I'm hoping this is kind of the same thing. Yeah, I hope so, too. But, like, last... so far, yeah. Last year, I had a movie that I could, like, proudly say... This is going to be in my top ten. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, last few years, I've had, like, a movie like that. Um, I mean, I have one, but you didn't like it, so... What, what, which, which one? Oh, that fucking movie. <laughs> what's, yep. what's it called? Destroy All Neighbours. Yep. Yeah, that's going to be in my list. <laughs> that's going to be in my list, probably. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, okay. Is that is that it for you? You got anything else to talk about? That's my one movie. I got another thing. Yeah. I don't know if it counts, though. Yeah, go for it. Uh, we went and saw Wednesday 13. Oh, did you fucking go? Yeah. It's not Wednesday 13, it was the Murder Dolls. It's Wednesday 13 plays the Murder Dolls. So wasn't it the rest of the band? No, I don't think so. It was just the rest of the, that was just like his band. 
like his like solo band and they were just playing murder dolls just murder doll stuff how was it it was really fucking cool it was really good for, for people out there that have no idea who the murder dolls or wednesday 13 is can you please explain oh sure uh so way back when uh there was this dude called wednesday 13 and he had this band called drag uh frankenstein drag queens from planet 13 and they basically he wrote just like a shit ton of horror themed uh kind of like punk rocky medley songs and uh there was another band called slipknot and they had a drummer and the drummer from that band really liked uh the frankenstein drag queens from planet 13 and wednesday and they wanted to make a band so they made a band together and basically repurposed all the old frankenstein drag queens from planet 13 songs and that was like their first album and then they wrote a couple more albums after that but it's all very horror themed and cool and horror punky and fun. If if I was to play a murder doll song at the end of this episode, which one should I play? Dead in Hollywood. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Did they play that? Right. Yeah. Fucking hell. I like, knew. I think they closed with that. I knew I should have gone. Like they played. I love to say fuck. Yeah. Really close to the end, and then yeah. We had a good spot too, so it was good. Did you see anyone that you knew there? I did. Okay. <laughs> I, I saw, uh, I mean, we don't have to name them on here, but no, we'll, I can tell you. we'll talk off air. Okay. <laughs> that's mad, dude. Just I, three people, if you know who those three people are, but that's yep, about it. Yep. I know those people. <laughs> I'm super, I didn't realize you were going. Yeah. I swear I told you. Fucking hell. Cause we were going to go and then I'm like, ah, oh, money's tight now because I, I was really surprised to uh, not see the people that are usually at everything there yeah <sighs> fucking concerts <laughs> yeah but yeah I feel like that's horror related that is very horror related I'm, I'm jealous of you thanks man um, I've been missing Wednesday I've been wanting to see Wednesday 13 every time he comes out to Australia but it's either too expensive didn't we, didn't we, we see him last time no or is that just me and Bonnie Last time was like, he came out last year. Oh, I think it must have been like a time before that or something. Yeah, yeah. I have seen him before. Actually, I'm pretty sure I was with Zim Vader one year when I saw him. Zim, let me know. Was that Wednesday 13 or am I... Feels like like a very Zim thing to go to, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was that. Anyway, all right. So what have I done? Over the past two weeks. Okay. I did fuck all, really. Uh, I did watch a movie that is streaming on Netflix right now. It's called Badland Hunters. And this is a South Korean movie. The story is, after a deadly earthquake turns Seoul into a lawless badland, a fearless huntsman springs into action to rescue a teenager abducted by a mad doctor. This isn't um, completely horror. Some people watch this and go, oh, it's action. But there are horror elements to it, so I'm classing it. Um, okay. This, you know, you know that big guy from Train to Busan? Ish. The guy, he had the pregnant wife. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Yep. He's the star of this movie. Oh, that's cool. And he's okay. a fucking badass. And I love him. He's so much fun. Um, no, this movie was decent. I, I had a... This is... Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. This is my number one movie of the year. 
Um, I had a good time with it. I wouldn't race out to watch it straight away again, but I wouldn't say no to watch to rewatching it later on in the year. Mm. Uh, I had a decent time with it. I thought it was it was action packed. There was some scenes that made me laugh. Um, not really a gory film or a scary film, but um, there are okay. definitely some horror esque moments to it. Very much so. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, if you want a South Korean action slash horror film, then it is streaming on Netflix right now. It's called Badland Hunters. Um, you can watch it in English dubbed. I did. I didn't find it that bad. Uh, oh, I just okay. I, I just could not be fucked watching like listening to Korean. I feel yeah. I was, I it was late at night. I'm just like I just can't be fucked right now. Um, and I didn't find the English dub that bad. So you can watch it in that. Um, yeah, I give it a seven out of uh, 7.5 out of 10. I watched uh, Trunk in dubbed, so I get you. Oh, did you? Yeah. How was that? I didn't. It was decent. Okay. It was fine. Okay. Um, a few other things that I watched that I'm not going to go too into because they're not they're either not horror or they're just repeat repeat viewing that I've seen before. So I, I will mention this. Uh, streaming on Netflix right now, there's a new animated film called Orion and the Dark. This isn't horror, okay. but it does feature some creepy-ass moments. Uh, a boy with an active imagination faces his fears on an unforgettable journey through the night with his new friend, a giant smiling creature named Dark, who is literally the Dark. Uh, this was an interesting concept, but I noticed that it seemed to break its own rules quite a bit. Um, oh, I hate that. Yeah. And the ending was a bit random, too. I wasn't really into the ending of this movie. Still, I was. I enjoyed it. It's an animated movie for the kids. Me and the kids watched it. They enjoyed it. Uh, it has some creepy moments to it, so that's a plus for me. I gave it a 6 out of 10. So that's nice. Orion and the Dark. Uh, and then my sister came over, and she wanted me to show her some horror movies. So we oh, watched... Shit. We watched Psycho Gorman, showed her that, nice. uh, expecting her to hate it. She really yeah. liked it. She really liked it. Nice. So I'm happy that. Do you have any any problem with any particular characters or anything? No, she didn't mention that at all. Okay, interesting. That's interesting. Um, so yeah, it's still a 10 out of 10 for me. I fucking love Psycho Gorman. And then we doubled up and we watched Host from 2020. You know that one that's on Shutter right now and it goes for like an hour? <clears throat> yes in the it's in the webcam yeah, yeah the pandemic one yeah 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 we rewatched that um yeah same thoughts as I first had I fucking love it I thought it was super well it's done really, super creative really good yeah and yeah. then like even like when it was all happening it was so perfect yeah exactly and um I haven't seen it since it came out in 2020 I haven't rewatched it and it still made me jump so, nice. That's a plus, man. Um, the last thing I'll mention, and this isn't horror, but mm-hmm. I guess you can kind of class it as scary. Me and the missus watched a reality TV uh, show on at first sight. on Netflix. She's watching that right now as we speak. <laughs> um, I can't remember you the hear fucking yelling in the background. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, okay. It's called Outlast. Okay. Have you heard about it? 
Yeah. Okay, so Outlast is 16 survivalists compete for a chance to win a cash prize in the Elastic in the uh, Alaskan oh, uh, Wilderness. <laughs> the Elastic Wilderness. <laughs> so basically there's 16 people, they get dropped in the Alaskan Wilderness and they basically have to survive there and the last one standing wins, but they're all split into teams. I think I might have watched this one. Right. Dude, there's so now that we watch this, I've realized that there's so many fucking TV series, like reality TV series, that are all set in the Alaskan wilderness. This. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, there's fucking heaps. There's so many different ones. This one's cool, bro. Um I I really enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. It's a reality TV show. Oh, um Yeah, I did watch this one. It was good. Yeah, you enjoyed it? Yeah. Yeah. Some people get super fucking evil and like just ruin the other teams and I, I just had a good fun time with it yeah and then they're all like fucking no, we didn't do nothing we're not the bad guys like you're clearly the bad guys. yeah exactly exactly <laughs> but they get yeah they get dropped in the Alaskan wilderness with no food no water uh, a few things here and there like a sleeping bag but the Alaskan wilderness gets in the minuses. Yeah, it's um, Celsius, up. Celsius degrees. And yeah, it's 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 cool because some of these people struggle to make fire of a night and there's times where they're like, I haven't <laughs> eaten in days, I'm starving, I can't catch anything. So like I gotta stop eating this grey yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know, I was in there was a little part of me that wouldn't mind giving it a go. I'd probably yeah. I'd probably last a night. And be like, ah, fuck this. There's no TV here. <laughs> I'd probably last not getting off the plane. Like, mm, mm, do this. Can you just take me back? You'd step one foot and then shoot the flare. Send me home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd shoot it in the helicopter. Oh, that'd be so fucking funny if that actually happened. <laughs> in these shows. I'd be like, nope, it's cold. <laughs> But no, that's a reality TV show. It's on streaming on Netflix right now. It's called Outlast. If you enjoy survivalist camping type of shows, then give it a go. I enjoyed it. And that's it, man. That's all I've done. I did fuck all. Fair enough. Yeah. So did I. Yeah. Well, not really. It's hard, man. Like when you've got to watch fucking so many movies from the 70s and the 50s, it's hard to like do other things. Yeah, and it, it just because, like, I'm so, uh, like, I haven't seen a lot. So I'm really trying to, like, immerse myself in, like, enough movies to give an informed opinion of the decade. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I get you. And, like, I've got a lot of free time. So I'm really trying to just, like, get... Um, as much watched as possible. And it's like kind of my excuse to be like, oh, what have I always wanted to watch from the 70s? It's like, now I have a chance. Like, I feel like I'd love like, you know, like a month to do these, but you know, we got to put a show out. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm the same. Like doing, especially this. And I guess that's, that's, that's kind of the fun thing of like having the winners and stuff is you kind of do get another shot at, at watching them. But yeah. Yeah, it's like you can watch as much as you want is the problem. Pretty much, man. Pretty much. Um, Like, looking back at what movies came out in the 70s, I'm like, ah, damn it, I didn't get a chance to watch this or that or 
other things. And I've got them yeah. lined up on my fucking TV ready to go. I just didn't have a chance to press play. But um, mm. anyway. Yeah, I, I, I keep uh, acquiring more than I need. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I want to watch them all. So. <laughs> I'm the same. I'm the same, man. Anyway, with that being said, let's get into the decades of horror fight. Deathmatch, sure. whatever you want to fucking call it. And we're going to do that right now. Are you tired of being naked? Then wear shirts with our faces on them. Go to our Facebook group page, Dummies of Horror Super Friends, and there you'll see the red bubble link. Click on it, and you can buy anything with our faces on it. Shirts, phone cases, clocks, anything you want with our faces on them. Because what the world needs is merchandise with our faces on them. And now for our feature presentation. All right, so it is time to discuss the 1950s and the 1970s. Just before, like, don't give anything away, but in your mind, do you have a winner? Mm. No. Wow, okay. Because <laughs> I, I... Actually, I think I do. I definitely do. <laughs> I think I do. Not giving anything away. But I no. think this episode... I think, I think I know yours too. I think this episode we're going to have a winner. Yeah. I doubt it will come to a tie, but um, we're going to start... You never know. Your, your categories are tricky. They are. They are. And then you might talk me out of it for something, but um, we'll see, man. We'll see. We're going to start with the 1950s. We're going to talk about what movies we watched from the 1950s and then all that. And then we'll go in with the 1970s. And then we will have a little... Um, the fight to mm-hmm. finish off the episode and we'll come up with a winner hopefully nice so let's start with the 1950s I say there are things better left unsolved who knows what waits for us in nature's no man's land unbelievable fantastic but I tell you it could happen Science couldn't explain it, but there it was, alive, in the deep, deep waters of the Amazon. Godzilla, king of the monsters, alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror. An armored giant, wreaking his prehistoric fury on modern man. Stay in your homes, I repeat. Stay in your home. I tell you, gentlemen, science has agreed that unless something is done, and done quickly, Man, as the dominant species of life on Earth, will be extinct within a year. There is no word to describe them. I'm Vincent Price, and you're invited to my party in the house on Haunted Hill, where so far the ghosts have murdered only seven people. So won't you come and make it eight? So the 1950s. 1950s horror movies contrast radically with their 1940s predecessor, understandably. They were reflecting a whole new world. The Second World War left over 40 million dead and millions more exposed to the full insanity of man's inhumanity to man. Homecoming soldiers and bereaved widows have lived through too much personal horror to be frightened by hokey fantasies about costumes, costumed monsters in European villages of a bygone age. 
the era of horror movies framed in fairy tales was over. 1950s audiences wanted stories that connected directly to their lives, to the ever-expanding technology in their homes and workplaces. They also wanted horror movies that played to their fears, stoked by politicians, of the shadows that lay beyond their immediate personal experience of a shiny American dream. So, the dawning of post-war posterity in the United States brought with it a new breed of monster, adapted for survival in North American swamps, deserts, small towns, and suburban homes. The 19 oh sorry, the horror films of the 1950s are usually situated in the present day and many of them rift off comp- contemporary technology run riot. They offer a different escape hatch to the horrific films of the 1930s. They play often to comedic effort with people's fears about scientific developments or disasters taking over their lives. In many ways, it must have felt as though the mad scientists have won and we're now in control. So, let's talk about the 50s with uh, what they were known for, really. Sure. I mean, the 1950s started kind of with uh, the Hammer Horror really taking over. Now, Hammer Horror is like a British company that are known mainly for making their own version of the Universal Monsters. And they started in the 50s with... Horrors, horror of Dracula, The Curse of the Frankenstein, The Mummy, The Abominable Snowman of the Himalayans, films like that. Um, okay, I didn't watch any of those. No, neither. I've only seen Horror of Dracula, and I wasn't really that impressed, to be perfectly honest. Um, okay. Hammer Horror is still going today, and they they were, they were opened up around the 20s, 1924, yeah. I think. So, yeah. But the 1950s is where Hammer Horror really showcased what they are capable of. Interesting. Uh, The 50s were also, and this is the most obvious one, the um, preeminent for large creature films. Films like Them, Tarantula, The Beast from 20,000 Fathoms, and of course, the biggest big monster film of them all, Godzilla. (gasps) Godzilla. Godzilla. (laughs) So that's really what the 50s were, were about. Um, you could say mad scientists as well. I feel like just from an outsider, um, it feels like the dawn of sci-fi horror. Yeah, definitely. Definitely did. I think that's more what I was going with with the mad scientists because they weren't really mad, but there were a lot of science horrors. And Because I feel like... Again, this is probably fucking well documented and blah blah blah, but the they just dropped a nuke. Yep. <laughs> on Japan. Yep. Like, I'm gonna say that, especially considering how religious people were back then, maybe people were a wee bit scared of the old science. Mm-hmm. For and, good reason, um, yeah. Yeah, and maybe like, and that's. I, th- I feel like the inspiration for a lot of these things were, were like a lot of them seems to be like if science does this, what will happen? <laughs> kind of movies. Pretty much, yeah. So let's uh, look. Which I guess was a big like zeitgeist of the general fear at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's scarier so, yeah. than what was happening in real life? 
Yeah, exactly. That's why I th- I th- I think the well, that's why I'm pretty mo- I'm pretty sure that the the monster movies that the '30s had were gone. No one was yeah. scared about vampires or Frankenstein's anymore, even though they yeah. still had those movies coming out. But it was very different. What? One one scary vampire that could kill you in a dark alley at night is a bit less scary than one thing that can obliterate an entire fucking city. Exactly, exactly. But you were spot on. I'm looking down at the list of 50s movies that came out, and it is heavily science fiction horror. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's remakes of 30s movies. Yep. And sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. So... Let's get into what we watched, and uh, and then after that we'll give a little rundown on other movies that came out that um, should be documented from the fifties. Sure. So you did more than me, so you can go first. I'll start. Um, I watched uh, first of all, Godzilla, King of the Monster, from nineteen fifty six. Is this your first time watch? Yeah, I never watched the original before. Okay, I still haven't. So yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> anyway, I'll give you the blub. Uh, during an assignment, foreign correspondent Steve uh, spends his spends a layover in Tokyo, and is caught amid the rampage of an unstoppable prehistoric monster, the Japanese called Godzilla. Uh, the only hope for both Japan and the world. Uh, lies on a secret weapon which may prove more destructive than the monster itself. Scary science. Did you say the scientist's Uh, name was Steve? uh, A foreign correspondent, Steve Martin, which is really confusing because I was like, that's not Steve Martin. (laughs) He's not being nearly as funny. Okay. So I'm like, doesn't this movie take place in Tokyo and the main guy's name is Steve? Yeah, but it's like, um, it's, you know, an old 50s movie. They have to have a white guy be the main (laughs) character. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) Okay, so tell me about Gojira. Gojira? Um, It was fucking cool, dude. Like, there was was definitely some slow parts, for sure. But you do get to see, like, a fucking puppet Gojira rampaging around Tokyo and destroying shit, which is fucking mad. Um... even though it's quite obviously just like a little rubber toy or a puppet or some shit. Uh, But it's fucking cool. Like, and the movie was actually a lot more entertaining than I thought it would be. Um, The story is really cool. The science in it's really cool. Like how they deal with them is really cool. Uh, It's just a cool movie. I I really liked it. I'm, I'm not surprised that this like kicked off a whole fucking giant franchise. Yeah. Yeah, see... Um, yeah. I, um... Sorry. <laughs> I, I I will be... I'll admit straight up that the whole kaiju subgenre is, um... Is something you don't love I'm, it, eh? No, it's not that I don't love it. I've just never watched them. I've never really come across them and thought, oh, I should really get into kaiju. And, like, I I've, would- I've, I haven't even seen the original King Kong. Of all, I haven't seen the original King Kong either. But of all the 
I, I, I think you need to watch this to pad out your horror history. I think it's really, really influential. Yep. And you can see that they were a lot better at doing the people side of things back then than they were in like 2000 whenever they made that other fucking Godzilla movie. So you mean like... The Cranston one. So they got like the human characters correct. Yeah, they were, they were a lot better in this one than I, than I was expecting them to be. Yeah, so. okay. And and you could definitely see like um, like atomic fear written all over it. You know, like this is such a reaction to the atom bomb. Yeah. Like, without saying it, they're like, science caused this. Like, the atom bomb caused this monster to happen. Yeah, okay. You know? And it's all like, you know, he's atomic and radioactive and breathes fire and destroys whole cities. It's it's all, it's just, yeah. Yeah. So, people out there listening, correct me if I'm wrong, because I am really a novice when it comes to the Godzilla films and all, all kaiju. But I'm pretty sure I heard that Godzilla was played by a man in a suit. Very much gives that feel. Okay. So does it look like that? Yeah. Okay. That's cool, man. I mean, like... It's like a big rubber suit. And then it, like, goes... (laughs) 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 Like... (laughs) It looks like a sock puppet. It's like... (laughs) Does, Does the Godzilla roar sound like the American... Godzilla Raw? A little bit. Okay. But different. A little bit. Um, but the score is the same, which is cool. Huh, okay. Like that... Um, oh, I can't... Mm, the, I don't even know. Yeah, but that's the one that was like... Burr, burr, burr. That's in this. Okay. Yeah, I'm, now I'm kicking myself that I didn't watch it. I think if, like, it's pretty... It's like an hour and 20. Yeah. I, I, I think give it a watch. Just, like, you you might not like it. You might think it's dumb. But I really enjoyed it. Um, it was... I'd say it's probably my favorite one I watched. Oh, okay. From the 50s. Wow, okay. Um, but I, I'm giving it an eight and a half. Shit. All right. There, look, there are slow parts in the middle, but it's so influential... It's so much fun to see, like, the earliest version of Godzilla for me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it tickled me, so. Okay, nice, nice. All right, well, I'll come in with my first one. I've only got three here. That's all I could manage to do. Um, sure. Sorry, Mushroom. I watched a movie... Okay. <laughs> I watched a movie from... Ni- uh, well, this is the wrong fucking movie. I'm going into the 70s. Uh, okay, the first one that caught my interest, for good reason, you'll understand why it caught my interest, is a movie called The Werewolf from 1956. Uh, It feels relevant to your interests. (laughs) Exactly. The story of this is the arrival in a small mountain town uh, of a stranger launches a series of murders committed by some sort of animal. As the town doctor and his daughter attempt to help the stranger, the... The sheriff... Sorry, is that his daughter? Apparently it was, or it could I, be a fucking mistake in the in the blurb. He was making out with his daughter? 
Okay. <laughs> Hot. Anyway, okay, the town doctor and his daughter that he makes out with um, attempt to help the stranger. The sheriff investigates the murders and they uncover a sinister experiment involving two rogue scientists, a car accident victim, his wife and children, and the serum that causes a man to turn into a ravaging werewolf. Yeah. Cool. So what did what did you think? So this was not the first, but like sort of the uh, the remake version of it. No, no, no. This is a completely different tale of a werewolf movie. Got it. Got if it. that's what you're asking, yeah. Uh, it's actually I actually enjoyed myself with it. It's one of the better werewolf films I've seen, and an interesting twist in which the werewolf is made through science and not usually how we see a werewolf be made. So I, I dug that. Through, like, mythic means. Yeah, exactly. Um, the effects are decent and very reminiscent of the Wolfman. Uh, the only nitpick I can give it is... And I think maybe this is just a thing in the in the 50s, but the story did drag for me a little bit. Um, but that could just be a, a, a product of its time. But... Either way, man, I enjoyed my time with it. I gave it a six and a half out of ten. Uh, I, I'll put it up there as one of the better werewolf movies that I've seen. So that was nice. the first. And, and it had a good chunk. How was the transformation? How'd that look? Very much like the Wolfman. Okay. Like, so like basically exactly. Cut to, cut to, cut yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. But the werewolf... Ah. I don't know what I prefer, this werewolf or the Wolfman. I mean, the Wolfman's iconic, but this werewolf seems or looks more ferocious. Looked better, yeah. He looked scarier. I'll say that. Um, yeah. He doesn't. He acts very much like the Wolfman. If that, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so either way, man, decent movie. I enjoyed it. Not a movie I'd return to every any time. Yes, exactly like that. And <laughs> didn't much use his claws or teeth. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so that's The Werewolf from 1956. All right, your next one. Cool. Uh, my next one is a movie from 1950, the sixth uh, the Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Ha <laughs> ha. All right. Uh, a small town doctor learns uh, that the population of his community is being replaced by emotionless alien duplicates. Yes. That is the, uh, that is the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much it in a nutshell. Um, it, it, by golly, I liked this movie. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's just, uh, like, it was really original. I thought it was cool, all the plants. And it was, like, genuinely um, creepy, I thought. Like, you've never seen the remake being like, well, about that. Oh, okay, okay. Never mind. Um, I don't know. This this movie just kind of had a charm to it. Like, I liked the idea of of the plant people. I kind of liked the emotionless kind of like not knowing uh, who's been replaced and them sort of 
finding out too early and too late. And there was lots of twists and turns. And mm-hmm. it was actually one of the better written uh, 50s movies. Um, I just, yeah, I really liked the characters. And I really enjoyed the, um, say, action in it. Like, it was, it was just a fun 50s sci-fi horror movie for me. Nice. So what would you give it uh, out of 10? Sorry. I, I'm going to give this one just a straight 8 out of 10. I really quite liked it. Damn. Killing it with the 50s movies. Yeah, like I... Well, I get... Like, here's the other thing, right? Like, I don't know how you're picking up, but I'm just going best movie from 10 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get you. And, and so it's like the chances of it genuinely being good at least good, are very high. So, yeah. like, um, yeah, I just, I enjoyed it. And I, I, like, I just, like, there's something about, like, the 50s people and the way they talk that just tickles me. <laughs> uh, and where it's just, like, every, like, every movie from the 50s just seemed to be, like, hey, what, what's happening here, sir? And they're, like, oh, uh, probably not the, what you're saying is happening. And it's, like, oh, no, it is what is happening. Ah, you nailed that's, that. That's most of them. Yeah, like... <laughs> if only we like, could I don't, back. I don't, I don't think that's happening at all. It's like, oh, you, oh you, you're an idiot, so get, get out of here. <laughs> like, yeah. So it's funny for you. Yeah, it just, they, they tickle me. And they're always like, so like, there's always like a doctor or a journalist. Yeah, there is a. <laughs> it's like, it's like the Mad Libs version is like, Pick a doctor or journalist, and then <laughs> pick a pick an alien. What alien do? Okay, solution. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but, nice. So. Yeah, this this one was good. I I enjoyed this one. Very cool. How? What is it called? Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Sorry, I started the reading. original from 1956 by Don Siegel. There we go. Alright, my next one, I watched a movie from 1958. It's called How to Make a Monster. The story of this okay. is when Monster Ma- oh, when sorry, when Master Monster Makeup Man, Pete Dumond, is fired be by the new bosses of an American international studios, he uses his creation to extract revenge. Let me explain what this movie's about. Basically we have a dude who does the effects and like prosthetic makeups for movies. Right. Yeah, and he—he's basically very like, meta for a fifties movie. Yeah, exactly, exactly, man. He's basically like Tom Savini, right? He makes a lot of monsters for films and stuff like that. And then the fucking new bosses, because these new guys come in and take over this company, production company. Yep. And they're like, and I'll see here, sir. Monster movies are a thing of the past. We're talking about romance now on, so you're fired. They're old hat. <laughs> That's basically how it says. And then this guy... is like, but this is my whole goddamn life. I've been making the monster makeup for a long time. I honestly feel like that was a line in the movie. <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> well, we don't care here, sir. Uh, uh, we want to make a different kind of movies now. Oh, but what am I going to do? Well, we don't really care. Get out of here. Here's your hat and cane. <laughs> did you Did you watch this movie? No. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah, make sure everybody's smoking cigarettes on the way out, too. Fucking hell. Oh, also, is there a girl somewhere? She can have a job. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of there. There's like, and a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. so sometimes he, they'll make her into a scientist, too. Like, Get out of my face, Jimmy. I'm is, a scientist to you. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she from South Park? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, this monster creator is obviously yep. pissed about being fired. Yep. So he creates this monster, and I'm, and I'm giving it. I'm, I'm basically giving this movie away, but he he creates this new makeup with a secret ingredient that basically turns them into zombies that Come. he can command. And, like, the, the, it's cool because the monsters that Actually, he creates... it's Halloween 3. Kind yeah. But, like, with movie monsters. So you had a werewolf, okay. you had a Frankenstein. Um, the effects for the monsters were actually decent. I, they were decent. But um, when he said, oh, you're Frankenstein, I'm like, that looks nothing like Frankenstein. You look like a fucking rotting zombie. But okay, I'll go with it. Sure. Um, it was okay. The, this movie was okay. I had fun with it. it. It's nothing that I can rant and rave about. That you, oh, you need to see this movie. It's the best. Yeah. But I, it, it was very, yeah, it was very meta. And yeah. that, that's the first thing I thought. I'm like, wow, they were doing this shit back in the fifties. That's interesting. Yeah. Um. So I liked it. And it was a different style of movie. Like there was no scientists. There was no like um. Dance yeah, it sounds really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But like much like when you're talking about Trunk, this movie, mm-hmm. as I did enjoy it, but it just didn't hook me as much as I wanted to. to. Yeah, it's very it's a very predictable movie. You know, I mean that that's the tricky thing with a lot of these movies is is we not only do we know the tropes, we know yeah. that the tropes that they've tried to subvert in the '60s and the '70s and the '80s. And all the way up until now. So we're like so far ahead of them. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So either like, way, man. Um, I, yes. Like back in the day, these were really original and creative and stuff. But now it feels paid by numbers just because they're like, uh, how to like metaphor it. So these guys are using like red, blue, and yellow. Yeah. You know? Um, Whereas, like, we're seeing movies in, like, mad Technicolor and shit. We're like, oh, yeah, of course it's just going to be red, blue, and yellow. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Either way, uh, How to Make a Monster from 1958. I gave it a 6 out of 10. Nice. Not bad. And it goes... It only... Like, all these 50 movies are very much like the 30s, most of them. Um, they only go for, like, an hour. Unless the special movies like Godzilla and things like that. that it's like an hour and 20. Yeah, exactly. So they don't go for long, which is which is a plus. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, how I to agree. make a monster. Nice. All right. Speaking of a monster-ish, uh, the thing from nineteen fifty-one. The thing from outer space. Yes. Yes. Um, I didn't have this thing ready. But before you say anything, um, sure. I started this movie and I've never finished it. <laughs> like I started oh, thing, it like the, the thing from another world. That's, oh, that's right. I started it like a couple of years ago 
and I just I got sidetracked and I just remembered now that I've never actually finished it. Well, so tell me. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. They couldn't I, all be I, I I didn't I didn't love it, okay? Because like I was expecting the thing. Like mm-hmm. John Carpenter's the thing. Yeah. Right? And that fucking blew me away. Like I fucking love that movie. Um, this was less than, than that. Okay. I kind of wished I'd watched this first and not the actual, the, the remake. Yeah. Um, because this, I mean, all the sort of pieces were there, but it was not as interesting and it was just, uh, should I spoil it a little bit? It's a movie from the fifties, dude. Go for it. I just meant for you if you wanted to watch it. Yeah, I probably wouldn't forget to, so just look, go for it. It's instead of a, uh, I th- look, this one really didn't grab me for some reason. I, I didn't much like the characters. Uh, again, it's just like, ah, we're all scientists on the Antarctic. Like, you know the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but the alien is just a Frankenstein looking thing. Oh, so you actually see the alien? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see the alien. Huh, okay. Um, But it's just a dude. Like... A dude in costume. Uh, with, like, spikes and stuff. Like, oh, okay. Um, it's it's not very interesting, and then they just kind of kill it with electricity, and it, they kill it, and they win. Oh. Okay. So, comparing like, it to the, the John Carpenter remake... It's yeah, nothing. it's not much. Like, I'll uh, I'll try and just look up the thing from another world creature. Yeah, I'm sure I've seen see it, it because it's been in other movies before. It's like, just like it's it's like a dude with a big brain and the claws and knuckle claws, and that's it. Okay, I'm looking it up now. But okay, just, so. And oh, that's what the it. Fuck? That's the whole it. Wow. Does it and transform so, at all? I, yeah. Like it grows into that. Yeah. But it it doesn't transform. Like it's like it's an alien organism and all that stuff, but it's not like it's copying us, but it's not copying us in the sense that like it's making an exact copy. Yeah, okay. Like, it doesn't look like one of the other characters or anything like that. It just... It's its own thing. Right, okay. And then huh. they kill it with electricity. <laughs> and then it's dead. And then everyone's fine. Whereas, like, the 80s one was like a head fuck. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, yeah. Just disappointing. I, I gave it a 6 out of 10. Wow, Okay. It was, so it was you fine. You gave it a pretty decent score for a movie that you yeah, were disappointed like, by. Yeah, it's still decent, but I, I, th- I think me seeing the remake will worked against it. But if I was like sort of looking on it, don't it's probably a, a decent enough movie for back then, you know? Yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. Uh, you still got two more, don't you? Yep. Are you done? I've got one more. Okay. All right. Well, I'll go in with my one because I'll be kind of quick with this one sure. um this is a movie that i've been wanting to watch for a long time 
And we're talking about Alfred Hitchcock here. Um, so I watched from 1954, Rear Window. Uh, straight Ooh, up, just okay. quickly. This isn't a horror movie. It's a um, drama. It's a drama mystery, murder mystery, I guess. The story is professional photographer, um, Jeff. My name Jeff. Breaks his leg while getting yep. in while getting an action shot from an audio race, which you don't see, by the way. You just hear him talking about it. Um, confined yeah, to his why New would York, you say that. <laughs> confined to his New York apartment, he spends his time looking out the rear window, observing his neighbors. When he begins <gasps> to the suspect, movie says, yeah. <laughs> when he begins to suspect that a man across the courtyard may have murdered his wife. Jeff enlists the help of his high society fashion consultant girlfriend and his visiting nurse to investigate. So the the only real thing that I've seen about this story is the Simpsons episode where Bart. I was going to say the only, the, the only point of reference I have is the the Simpsons episode where he like spies on Flanders. Yeah. So I was expecting that, and. Look, okay. Is the Simpsons episodes better? Yes, for me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to try and say it as nicely as I can. I appreciate uh, this movie, but this was a fucking slog to get through. It's a yeah. near, It's a near two-hour movie, <clears throat> and nothing really happens until the last ten minutes. Yeah. And... I was just, I was just bored with it. There's so much dialogue that I didn't care about. I I appreciate it for what it is and what it's done, but I just found it boring. And I know that's going to piss people off there because people are going to be like, eh, "It's a classic. You have to love this movie." I don't. Uh, it's my opinion, and I just I was bored by it. Um, I That's think fair. it's I think it's well made. I think it's well acted and all that stuff. That's why my score is a six out of ten. But the story just bored the shit out of me. Mm. That's fair. Uh, it's not a movie I'll ever watch again, and it's not a horror movie at all, unless you class a murder, which you don't see or hear, which I guess is the point of the story because you don't know if he did it or not. But whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, unless you're a, a classic movie aficionado, I'd give this a miss, man. Rear window, yeah, just wasn't for me. Fair enough. So, that, and, and because I watched this and went for two hours, that's the last movie I could watch from the fifties. Which, um, <laughs> yeah, I shot myself in the foot, but yeah. Oh, you would have ended up just like the guy. <laughs> have you seen this movie? No. Okay. I haven't. Right. I was in the Simpsons episode bunch. Yeah, see, the Simpsons episode's fun. Yeah, and I get it. It's meant to be. Fun. It's meant to be like a parody. But I was expecting things that happen in the Simpsons episode to happen in this movie, like when Bart when Bart crawls out of his wheelchair to and goes over to the house. And- yeah, and gets his cast caught on a dog and things like that. I expected <laughs> something along those yep. lines to happen, but no, nothing. Yep. But the Simpsons wrote a better pre-window than <laughs> Hitchcock did. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get blasted for it. I know it, but yeah, fair whatever. enough. All right, what else you got? Uh, I watched 
from 1954. Them! Fuck yeah. Uh, as a result of nuclear testing, gigantic ferocious mutant ants appear in the American desert southwest. Uh, and a father-daughter team of entomologists join forces with the state police officer with the state police officer who first discovers their existence. An FBI agent and eventually the US Army uh... <laughs> Sorry, it doesn't read well. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, having the same problem. Eradicate the menace before it spreads across the continent and the world. Okay, so all those cunts team up together. There's a lot of people in this movie. <laughs> um, this was uh, the first of two giant buggo movies. Uh, I and the uh, one. it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Uh, I enjoyed it. I like seeing the giant buggos. Uh, this was a... More puppety version of the giant bugs. Yeah. Uh, in comparison to the next movie. And although the puppets were funny, I thought the story was just, there was, for a short, like, 1950s movie, there was just, there was not enough ants for me. I wanted more ants. Yeah, okay. Uh, and the, the story was just like, it was literally just like, sort of like how I read that thing. Where it was just like, we're going to need the help of this person. And then we're going to need the help of this person. And then, then this person. And then this person. Um, and eventually they get all the way into a city. And then it, it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> the story was lacking, but the bugs were cool. Uh, I give it a Z minus. So a seven, a seven out of ten. I, I, still, I still recommend um, watching it. It's still really cool. Yep. But it's not as cool as from 1955 to me. And also, like, I'm in the minority here, but most people like them over Tarantula. So, um, so yeah, from 1955, Tarantula. Uh, a rogue scientist near a small desert town arouses the suspicion of the town's doctor when his lab assistant is found dead from a case of acromegaly. Acrom... <laughs> Acromegaly? I don't know. Uh, which took only four days to develop because we all know how how long that stuff happens. Yeah, no, sure. Yeah. Uh, as the doctor investigates, aided by the scientist's new female assistant, they discover that something is devouring the local cattle and humans in increasingly large quantities. Um, so It's a tarantula, I betcha. Yeah, it was a tarantula. <laughs> I mean, spoilers in the title. Um, but yeah, this, this, uh, one used more of like a let's film a thing and we'll make it big and then like superimpose it Mm -hmm. somewhere else, Yeah, which looked a lot cooler. Um, having like, like a a filmed giant spider, which you can see is like blown out in, in like our modern kind of viewing things. It would have looked fucking sick back then, but it just looks so funny because it's just like a spider walking. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I like this story better. I, I followed along with it a lot easier. And uh, yeah, I just thought this was like the best giant bug movie. 
so I'm going to give this one an 8 out of 10. I thought nice. this one was sick. I, I would watch this again before them. But I really, li- I did like them too, but this one was like way better for me. I am, um, I'm up there with you. I, I prefer Tarantula over them. Yeah. I, I, like I enjoyed on, them. On, letter- on Letterboxd that like, people don't like this. Really? Not as much as they like them. Yeah, I think them is better known. Yeah, okay. I had yeah, I had fun with Tarantula. I thought it was a good movie. I can't remember when I saw it, but yeah. Yeah, you saw it at some point. You gave it a nine, so shit. There we go. Actually, I'm I'm gonna give it an eight eight and a half. I reckon it's it's as good as Godzilla. Fuck. But I love kaijus too, so yeah, I, yeah. I like I like big shit movies. Apparently, is my fucking thing. I I just appreciated how they used, like they did the effects of the spiders. That I thought cool. it was cool. Yeah, yeah. And then they had like cool shots where they did use a little bit of like puppetry and shit, where they had like the fangs hanging down and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, all right. So is that all that you've watched for the fifties? That was it for the 50s. That was my five for the 50s. Very nice. So a few other movies from the 50s that we have to make note of that sure. I wanted to see and couldn't, or we've both seen before. So one of the movies that I wanted to see is Night of the Demon from 1957. It's got a 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. Um, Night of the Hunter. That was another one that I wanted to watch. I just didn't get a chance to. Uh, that one's got an 8 out of 10. Uh, uh, I don't know if I know that one. Then we've got the movies that I, I spoke about earlier. The Curse of Frankenstein, The Revenge of Frankenstein, mm-hmm. The Mummy, uh, Dracula. Those movies. Um, then we've got The War of the Worlds. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah, so that came out in 53. Uh, of course, we spoke about Creature from the Black Lagoon, 1954. Mm-hmm. We've got The Fly. You and me both did an episode on The Fly. Good movie. I love The Fly. That was a good movie. Um, some Vincent Price movies that... Um, now, I've seen House on Haunted Hill, which came out in 59. That's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Another one that I had loaded up, I just didn't get a chance to, was House of Wax, the original House of yeah, Wax. Yeah, I wanted to watch that too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fiend Without a Face... From 58, uh, so of course we said Godzilla. The Blob from 1958. It's a, it's a decent movie. I just prefer the remake so much more. Uh, I Was a Teenage Werewolf, which I have seen before. Is it it's, good? It's okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Hound of the Baskervilles. Another movie that I had loaded up. I didn't get a chance to, to watch. Yeah, it's considering we watched the last one in the 30s, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the last one that I'll speak about is another Vincent Price movie that I also had loaded up, just didn't get a chance to, and that is The Tingler from 1959. I thought that was a sex move. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, oh, and also The Creature from the Black Lagoon had sequels. So, Revenge of the Creature from 55. And The Creature Walks Among Us, which I can't remember when that came out. That might have been the 60s, actually. Okay. But, yeah. So, there were some decent movies to come out in the in the 50s. And um, 
I did the Agreed. count. Yep. I did the count on how many movies the fifties had. Uh, I counted ninety-nine. Nice. I mean, that's the whole more than thirties. Yeah, yeah. So the thirties had sixty-six. The fifties had ninety-nine. So nice. There we go. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back to talk about the seventies after this. I met him fifteen years ago. I, I was told there was nothing left. No reason, no uh, conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of, of good or evil, right or wrong. The power of Christ compels you! The power of Christ compels you! Do you know what she did? Your canting daughter! I was at the slaughterhouse. You're going to need a bigger boat. Blank, pale, emotionless face. And the blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. Smile, you son of a... Horror movies of the 70s reflect some of the grim social developments of the decade. After the optimism of the 1960s with its sexual and cultural revelations, the 70s represented something of a downturn. By 1970, the party was over. The Manson family killed the Californian hippie dream, the Beatles split, Janice and Jimmy died, and it was downhill all the way from there. Nixon, Nam, oil strikes, skyrocketing divorce rates, and increasing dependence on daytime sepatives to cope with it all. The loneliness and selfishness of the me decade begat the age of depression. Fortunately, when society goes bad, horror films get good. In the 1970s, horror makes its way back into the cultural spotlight. Horror movies dealing with contemporary social issues and addressing genuine psychological fears were big hits during the decade. Consequently, big-name directors lined up to produce horror properties. This attracted big studio budgets that would have made Herschel Gordon Lewis's head explode. The Exorcist from 1973 was even nominated for two, oh sorry, for ten Academy Awards winning two. So, the 70s, man. Some regard this as the best genre, oh, sorry, best decade of horror. But Some let's break it down on what subgenres made the 70s great. So well, fam- I guess this is one of the first decades that we've looked at with subgenres. Or with major subgenres, anyway. Yeah. I mean, there was, there, was, there was a few in the 50s and stuff, but, like, this was when you really had so much that you had to, like, define them, right? D- uh, dude, definitely. Definitely. Let's take the, the family value, which is uh, the crumbling family unit generated mi- much fear and mistrust. We have movies such as The Brood, The Shining, Halloween, Alice Sweet Alice, The Stepford Wives, It's Alive, The Omen, and The Exorcist. Nice. With all forms of different families breaking apart. Religious horror was huge in the 70s. Blood on Satan's Claws, The Exorcist, The Omen, The Wicker Man, Kerry, even, 
all resembled around religious horror. Yeah. Then we've got the Jaws movement. Of course, Jaws came out in 1975, and the Jaws rip-offs were rampant in the 70s. We had Jaws 1 and 2, of course. Mako, the Jaws of Death. Uh, Tintoria, the Killer Shark. Barracuda, Up From the Depths. Crocodile, Grizzly, Orca, Piranha, Killerfish, just to name a few. Was this kind of the start of the creature feature sort of thing? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Kind of with the success of Jaws... That's, I mean, there like, was some uh, before Jaws, maybe, obviously, but... Maybe there was some before, but, like, this was the start of it, like, being, like, a really big, like... Jaws was, for sure, the biggest creature feature, right? Def- like, well, like, to that, when, at we, that point. When you say creature feature, you mean, like, real-life creature feature. Yeah, where it's, like, an animal that's gonna fuck you. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, from sharks, you branch off into, like, lions with raw and movies like yeah. that. Bears with grizzly. Which, have you seen mm. Grizzly? I haven't seen Grizzly. Grizzly is basically the exact same story as Jaws, but with a grizzly bear. That's awesome. Uh, Orca, of course. Did you watch Orca? No. Orca's a really underrated movie, man. It's kind of sad. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, there was heaps, dude. Uh, And then last but not least, I mean, sure there's more, but the biggest one is the start of the slasher genre. Halloween. Yeah. Black Christmas. Well, even- well, this was like all the rise of the serial killer in the 70s. Pre- yeah. Too, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it started kind of in the 60s with Peeping Tom and Psycho. But then with like Black Christmas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, even Halloween, then it just rose up even more so. And then when mm. we get to the 80s, I mean, we'll talk about that more. But um, the 70s is where it kind of started. So... We're going to talk about the 70s, what movies we watched, and then go from there. So, Little Mushroom, yes. do the honours. Sure. I'll, uh, I'll kick us off. And I watched a movie from all the way, way, way back in 1971 called uh, Zombie Flesh Eaters. <laughs> okay. Um, I think it's got a bunch of different names, right? Yes, it does. Um, yeah, this is a movie for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so basically, uh, on the Caribbean island of Matul, white doctor, very specific, David Minard is trying to stem the tide of cannibal zombies that are returning from the dead. Arriving on the island are Anne and reporter Peter West, who are looking for Anne's missing father. The pair soon find themselves under attack from the zombies. Yeah. Zombie versus sharks. Yeah. (laughs) And zombie wins? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a great white shark or anything like that. I'm pretty sure it was a a tiger shark. shark. So I I was trying to work out what the fuck shark it was. It didn't look very big. No, if I can remember correctly, I think it's a... I think it's a tiger shark. Okay. Didn't look very scary. I'm just gonna you talk. I'm gonna quickly look at it because I'm a sure. fucking nerd for sharks. So it after watching like a lot of 1950s movies, uh, this is fun. Yeah, the, the uh, this was like this isn't a good movie, right? <laughs> like um, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out and say like 
that this was like the most masterfully crafted shit I've ever fucking seen. Yeah. Fucking hell did it tickle my 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 bad movie dick. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just it was gory, there was titties, there was dumb shit all over the place. Uh it had the fucking the eye bit. Dude, for no the reason. The eye bit, man. Holy for shit. For no good reason. That fucking sucked. Yeah. But was great. <laughs> Uh, I like how they kept reapplying the water zombies makeup because it was just coming off in the water. That's <laughs> yeah. who's eating that shark. I'm I'm watching the scene right now, the zombie versus the shark, and it's it's a hundred percent a tiger shark. But oh, sick! Watching it now, like tiger sharks are not sharks you want to fuck with. Straight up, yeah. Like because like, he was really getting into it, I was like, "That's a dude in the water with a shark." Yeah, dude, it's actually a full shark, and this actor is like, like fucking with the shark kisses. and biting it, and yeah, it's like, dude, that's a fucking man eater. Like that will that tiger shark will fuck you up. And like shark skin is like sandpaper, isn't it? Like it, it's not it's, smooth. No, it's rough. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was just crazy. What a wacky movie! What's, I, I really enjoyed it. It's it, don't get me wrong, the plot's stupid. Everything's like it's not good. Um, it probably filmed for like fuck all dollars, but man, I had fun with it. Um, what? what I'm just sorry. I'm just watching that scene there with the shark. I That's noticed okay. that the zombie never like breathes. You never see any bubbles, which is such a small no, little. I'm detail. assuming it's. Holding its breath. Yeah, but still, like, that's... Like, the, sh- the scene doesn't go for ten seconds. Like, it goes for a good two minutes, which... That's yeah, pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure they cut, and, like... It's it's obviously filmed in a tank, right? Yeah, or... I think so. I'm Yeah, I'm it pretty looks, sure. It looks like a tank. Yeah. Well, when I was watching it, it looked like a tank. So, I, I feel like he's sitting on the top... <gasps> and then fucking going down. Yeah. But still, and then like they probably got like professional, professional divers. Uh, like some some divers can hold their breath for a fucking crazy long time. Yeah. So it, it's probably nothing for a professional diver to hold it for like a scene. It's still, but crazy it is. I, I will agree, it's crazy and a good detail. Like it's. I haven't done the research on this movie, but the zombie actor has. Um, his hand inside the shark's mouth and say what you want. You can't train a shark. They're not bears. They're not fucking dogs. You can't train a shark. They don't do jumps yeah, like, at I, SeaWorld. I, I, I'm assuming they just filled the hand, like a fake hand with fish and just put it in the mouth. I'm guessing so, but still that's yeah. <laughs> uh, but even then, if you're in a fucking, like if you're feeling a fake body part with chum, they're putting it in a shark's mouth. Well, how is it gonna fucking not bite you? Yeah, exactly. Which is that uh, was insane. Yeah, which is illegal now. You can't use chum. Really? Mm-hmm. In Australian waters, you can't because it uh, attracts sharks to um, food that isn't actually there. Got it. So what's the next thing? Oh, and for? so they'll fucking like swim all the way out. Yep. Have the taste because they blood. can smell it from age away. There's no food, and then they've got to swim all the way back. And if they were starving in the first place, they'll just die. 
Or they'll see the first thing that they come across, which could be a human. <laughs> could be man. Yeah. Yeah, so what sorry, um, what did you what did you give zombie? I, I give it an eight. I really had a fucking good time with it. Nice, nice. That's our, our friend's Donna Nelly's favourite movie of all time. Really? Yep. It's it's a good time. It's a good I'd watch it again for sure. Yeah. I've only seen it the once. Maybe it's time for a rewatch. I, I liked it. Like, don't get, I, I, I didn't set the bar high. Like, I knew it was a like a bad movie. Yeah. Um, but I, I super had fun with it. Nice, man. Nice. Uh, all right. My first movie from the 70s, I watched a movie from all the way back in 1971. Yep. This is The Abominable Dr. Fibes. Ooh. I watched that too. Oh, okay. We can do it together. So, famous organist Anton Fibes is horribly disfigured in an automobile accident while rushing to the side of his sick, sick wife and presumed to be dead. Once Fibes learns that his wife died on the operating table, he is convinced the doctors are responsible and begins exacting his revenge on those involved. This one stars uh, Vincent Price. So, if you uh, are a Vincent Price fan, then you've either seen this or you should. Uh, so my first note here was, um, John Kramer, AKA Jigsaw, watched this movie mm-hmm. before doing his murders. For sure. For <laughs> sure. He's like, I, let's do that, but less Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> I, I fucking love this movie, man. I had such a good time with this movie. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, Unreal is the perfect word to describe this movie. The whole story kept me in suspense, and the acting from Price is so well done because he doesn't speak a line of dialogue. I mean, he does technically, but it doesn't come from his mouth. It and I thought that was really... The side of his throat. Yeah, yeah. Um, the creativity of the kills is amazing. I loved it. Uh, obviously, this reminds me of the Saw franchise. I think James Wan must have seen this movie and got inspiration for the Saw franchise from this movie. Very much so. It, it's yeah. like um, instead of them doing it themselves, he one hundred percent like killed them. Like, but how creative? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like, not to mention that this movie made me giggle, especially that unicorn kill scene. holy shit I was fucking pissing myself it was a funny movie it was and it was weird like was it made to be funny because I don't know dude this just feels like there was a lot of acid involved (laughs) right there must have been yeah like it just feels like they were fucking on some next level shit yeah yeah so what, what did you think uh, yeah, dude, I fucking loved it too. Uh, it, I wanted, I wanted more fucking faceless action. Yeah, yeah. Uh, personally, but it was it was weird. There was just lots of organs, and he had his fucking band, and this whole thing set up. Um, and then I, I also just like, yeah, the kills were so elaborate. I didn't. Who was that chick? Yeah, Did that get explained? I, no, there, there was a lot of what the fuck moments but in this she, movie, but I never But she cared. was totally happy just to go along with it. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I originally... Shit, but who gives a shit? I, I thought was it was fun. his daughter. 
I thought it was his daughter, uh, but apparently not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It and never then, yeah, just the, the the detectives were funny, and the people they were interviewing, and then he just run around and being like, like. You know, uh, you know who he reminded me of? Fucking um, S- Snape from Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, right? Mr. Potter. <laughs> uh, and then it's just like, it's so, it's so ridiculous. The whole thing is like, I'm just going to give all these doctors these cool necklaces and then kill them. Yeah. <laughs> and then burn their faces. There's so much like ritual in this shit, dude. Yeah. And it's like, why did he know how to do all this shit? Because he's a genius piano player. Yeah, right? Like, there is a lot of... <laughs> now Now you're mentioning it, there is a lot of what the fuck in this movie, but I never once cared. Nah, I'm just, I just went with it. I'm just like, okay, that's I was just happy. Happening. Yeah. I was like, there's a weird robot band. Cool. Yeah. That's there. Yeah. That he winds up. He likes the, music. The, the, the horny... <laughs> <laughs> the, the the horny film man is like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, what's your plan, sir? You gonna you gonna crank and crank? Uh huh. So, <laughs> what did you give this out of ten? I gave this uh, eight and a half out of ten. I really liked it. Nice. Okay, I gave this a nine. Nice. I dug it. I dug it. Um, can I just go again quickly? You may, because. Because I love this movie, I went and watched the sequel, which is <gasps> Dr. Fibes Rises Again. I thought it was Rides Again. Like he's on a horse this time. <laughs> so <laughs> the like story... Puts, puts his little thing in the side of the horse's thing. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> right, Mr. Potter. Um, <laughs> the story of Dr. Fibes Rides Again, this came out in 72, is the eminent... Dr. Fibes awakens from a decade of suspended animation and heads to Egypt with the corpse of his dead wife. That's which not he what intends- he did. That's not how the ending went. <laughs> no, I know. Him. I know. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it because if you haven't seen it, fucking watch it. But uh, I, I did love the ending. I love I love a... Um, Dark ending. That kind of person winning. Yeah, thing. yeah. And, 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 and like, even though it doesn't seem like winning, in his own way, he kind of won. But yes... Yeah. Uh, So he heads to Egypt with the corpse of his dead wife, which he intends to resurrect by murdering people in strange and heinous ways. So... This this, this one's getting a little bit more far-fetched. It is, and this one didn't hit nearly as much as the first one did. Um, The kills were there. They just weren't creative. There was no backstory about how he's going to do the kills, as he did in the first. Um, I just... I didn't connect with this movie really at all I thought the original wrapped up perfectly and this just felt like they threw money and said make another one and they just couldn't come up with a good thing Um, the movie kind of left me feeling a little bored the performances are good and so is the score and cinematography but this is very much a one time watch that I won't return to again so I gave that a 5 out of 10 um I just want to add one more thing about the first one. Yeah. I love that the bats were fruit bats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they were just fruit foxes. And, and like, you could see 
that they'd like put some fruit or something on that guy at the start because they were just like, <laughs> <laughs> and then you like you cut back to him, he's like, oh, he's been <laughs> decimated to death. I'm like, they would have just licked at him there. So the fruit bats are like chill. Yeah. But that scene <laughs> but with anyway. the nurse where he drills the hole and puts the yeah. water on the face, that was fucking sick. Yeah. Yep. It's it's all good. It's all great. I Where's this remake? Right? Yeah. Where's this with some sore shit, with some like fucking graphics? Do, do, the, do the same shit. Do all the Hebrew stuff. But let's let's fuck it up. Let's see some graphic. Let's see some locusts eating some fucking flesh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Let's do it. I'm all for that. Um All right. You next. My next? Uh let's do The Invasion of the Body Snatchers from nineteen seventy eight. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> the fucking <laughs> Donald Sutherland. <laughs> ah, I can't do it. How do you do it? Yeah. <laughs> Only Donald Sutherland can do it. Oh, man. Um, did very much enjoy. Uh, I liked the different spin on it, but not as much as I liked the first one. Okay. Um, Interesting. Okay. This one, this one got a little more complicated. I loved all the, like... I'm going to say, like, Carpenter-esque feeling stuff. Yeah. Um, and sort of, like, cool effects. But, man, this one was long. Yeah. yeah, And I, super I complicated. That. Whereas, like, the first one was really, like, okay, they're plant people. They're doing this. They're doing that. I could really follow along. Uh-huh. And um, I, I enjoyed it. Whereas this one was like, it's had a lot more cool looking imagery. It was jam packed with like star power, like fucking Donald Sutherland and yep. Leonard Nimoy and Goldblum. And like it had titties in it. It was, it was good. And the, the plants looked fucked up and weird. It was cool. But um, yeah, it was just not, uh, it didn't get me, grab me as much as the first one did. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, and at the end, the fucking the screaming people, they're like, <laughs> they're cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I give this one a, a Zim and a half. Uh, so a Zim plus out of 10. Okay. So, so pre- pretty much an eight, but but not as an eight as the the original. Okay. That's fair, like, man. It's, That's fair. It's, it's still a really good movie, but there's there's a lot in this where I'm just like, Ugh, hurry up don't care but like it like at the end it's like bam 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 there's lots of shit that happens yeah yeah but yeah didn't need to be fucking two hours I think mm-hmm. yeah I, that's that's the thing that bothered me with that movie is the runtime. yeah yeah um speaking about long run times and uh it's sure. funny I mentioned that because this movie only goes for 87 minutes <laughs> I think I know it which one you were felt talking like about like four hours <laughs> I watched from 1978, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Me too. Oh, did you? Yup. Okay. So it was, um, wait, wait, it wait, was wait. just on Plex. Oh, okay. There you go. Yep. So after a wave of reports of mysterious attacks involving people and pets being eaten by a, uh, 
docile fruit. A special government mm. task force is set up to investigate. <laughs> it's set up to investigate the violent fruit and put a stop to their murderous spree. Did you know? F- <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> Tomato is not a vegetable. It's a. I'm not allowed to say it. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm. You know what I'm getting. At? Yeah, I know you can. It's a product of its time. Um, I fucking hated this movie. Yeah. I really didn't like it. I, at first, I was like, oh, this is funny. But then it just got dumb. And I could yep. not get into it at all, man. It just got so fucking dumb. And I get it. It's a parody movie about killer tomatoes. But I struggled to watch this movie. I was so bored. And by, by like 20 minutes in, I'm like, I don't give a fuck about anything anymore it's stupid to, and I like stupid movies but this one just had nothing absolutely nothing going for it I really didn't care for this movie what about you? you know what it is? it's too stupid it's not clever I, I thought and we'd be I, fighting I, right now I thought, I thought we'd be fighting too I thought this would be right up my fucking alley but it's not it, when they started doing songs and shit. Yeah, but it's it, but it's like it's not. Here's the thing. It's not clever. Like there's no. It's just it's stupid. Yeah. And like, you can be silly, but like you've got to be at least a bit clever. Like, airplane and shit is silly. Like, Naked Gun is silly. But they're like really pointed parody stuff. Yeah. Whereas this was just, it felt like it just had no idea what it was doing. And it's like, oh, let's do a dance number. Oh, yeah. what do the tomatoes do? Oh, they'll just float in the water. They could have done something really cool with it, but they didn't do anything. Nothing. Like yeah. they weren't taking a jab at anyone. I didn't feel any references in the movie. Like I didn't, like it, I don't know. It just seemed stupid, and it was boring for the most part. It was. It really was. It was yeah, so much dialogue, and I didn't care by the end. Yeah. Like, it was a lot of talking, and then it was just like, oh, the tomatoes like... <laughs> and then they just threw tomatoes at shit. They didn't try and draw a face on it, or teeth, or shit, like, is on the cover. Like, they could have done some interesting shit. Yeah, They exactly. could have, like... <sighs> it, it barely feels like a parody. Yep. Because I, I don't know what they're parodying. I, I guess they're parodying big monster movies and stuff like that, but in a way that, like, I don't know. It was it was dumb. I didn't enjoy this. I didn't think it was funny. Uh, like, when I was laughing at it, if I was laughing at it, I was laughing at how stupid it thinks it, like, how it thinks it was funny, and I'm like, that's not funny. You're stupid, and yeah. that's funny. <laughs> I agree. So, yeah, I, I give it a three, and I think a three is generous. See, I'm giving it a two out of ten. Yeah. I was not pressed with nearly anything in this movie. Yeah, I feel you. I haven't given a movie a two for a long time, so that's saying yeah, something. Yeah, you're usually pretty positive. Yeah, I try to be. I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to be like Rob, Rob Hungy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
No one wants to be like Rob Hungy. Speaking about Rob Hungy, he gave that movie half a star. So that's a one. <laughs> hey, we agree. All right. Uh, that's it for me, man. What else you got? My finale movie was The Hills Have Eyes from 1977. Wes Craven, Wes Craven special. Okay. Um, I will just say that I like the remake, but... <laughs> I will agree. <laughs> it's good. It's entertaining. It's good for what it is from the 70s. It's it's not exactly a play-by-play. Um, and there's just less meat to it. Um than the remake. I like what the remake did with this. Yeah. So I'm glad I. I watched it, but I'll probably never watch it again. And if I want to watch The Hills Have Eyes, I'll probably just watch the remake. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm the same. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> um, all right, so that's all you watched? Yep, that's it. Five and that's five. It. All right, perfect. Um... So a few other movies here that um, we need to bring up because of the 70s. Yeah, because the 70s is fucking jam-packed. Like, it's got... Of our, like, top 10 or top 25s we did, there's a handful of these movies in here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 1971's A Clockwork Orange. Amazing um, movie. Also 1971's Duel, which I thought was fucking, fucking awesome. You didn't like it? Oh, f- Thank you. I was like, Duel's such a fucking good PG horror movie. Yeah, I loved it, man. I fucking love that movie. That's um, 100% a horror movie you can show your kids. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because uh, there's nothing get... like gory in it. There's nothing too upsetting. It's just a scary fucking truck. Yeah. Yeah. Let's scare Jessica to death. Um, ben, mm-hmm. I wanted to watch, which was the sequel to Willow. Will- uh, Willard. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Blackula. Which I wish I got a chance to see. <laughs> Is that the Richard Pryor one? Uh, I think so. Maybe. I could, I could be completely wrong. But anyway, continue. Maybe. Uh, what else we got? Deliverance. You can, I guess, <laughs> put that in there. Squeal like a pig, boy. <laughs> Don't Look Now is a movie that I've never seen, but it's high up there. Uh, also a movie with Donald Sutherland. So nice. Uh, of course, we've got The Exorcist, uh, Black Christmas. Of course, we've got that. Uh, the Wicker Man, which you've seen The Wicker Man, haven't you? Not the not, not the original. Neither of them, actually. Oh, okay. It's a rough movie to get through, to be perfectly honest. Uh, Last House on the Left. Rough like long or rough like not great? No, it, like it's a decent movie. Um, but the ending's a bit like, whoa, fuck. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's not as as rough as The Last House on the Left, though. Yeah, okay. I mean, I've seen the remake, so I was I was going to watch the original, but yeah, I feel like we'll get a chance to watch, watch some more 70s. <laughs> uh, Legend guess. of Hell House... Um, there's a movie that I wanted to watch called S- It's Just a Bunch of S's. It's about snakes. Okay. 
That's really cool. Uh, what else we got? Of course, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, yep. Jaws, Burnt Offerings, Kerry, Deep Red, um, Alien, Sus- Suspiria, which I thought you would have watched. Suspiria was like my next movie I was going to watch. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, the seventies had a bunch of movies. Uh, Martin was another one that I wanted to watch. What's that one? Excuse me. Oh, I see. Directed by George Romero. Uh, it's Ooh. a young man who believes himself to be a vampire. I'll leave it also at that. Also had Nosferatu the vampire ready to go. As well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, the Island of Dr. Moreau is another movie I wanted to watch. I just didn't get a chance to. Oh, yeah, me too. <coughs> Jesus. I've got the sniffles. Mm. The Town That Dreaded Sundown is a good movie. I like a that. A ahead if you hadn't mentioned it. Uh, yeah. Which, funny enough, you and me enjoyed, which is weird. Yeah, it's weird that both of us enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I Spit in Your Grave, of course. Nice, nice. Classic. Uh, a- Alien. The Amityville Horror. The Brood. Dawn of mm-hmm. the Dead. From 78. Mm-hmm. Um, Piranha. <laughs> <laughs> Phantasm. Uh, Prophecy. Prophecy from 1979. This is a batshit fucking film. Holy shit. It's kind of... It's about a mutant bear. Okay. That's fun. Yeah. Tourist Trap was another movie that I wanted to watch. I just didn't get a chance to. Um, When a Stranger Calls. You know the story about that is. I think so. There's uh, a babysitter and she's getting phone calls and they trace it back to... Upstairs, inside the house. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, the '70s had a lot of um, a lot of decent films coming out, um, and I did the count. So, the '50s had uh, 99 movies. The '70s had 555 that I counted Whoa. on Wikipedia. Nice. So once again, much like the the 30s and the 2000s, the later decade had more movies, obviously. So this is where we get into the fights now. Mm -hmm. And I feel it's going to be quick. (laughs) So. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) Which decade? Question number one. Which decade had the more influential films? You want to go first? I think... I want to say the 50s, right? But I don't think it is, man. I think it's the 70s. Like, we're we're still... Like, yeah, we still get kaiju and stuff and all that sort of shit, but we really, like... I I think we hit peak fucking horror in the 70s, you know? Like... Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Um, We did... It, I mean, there's there's decent movies that came out in the 50s and all that stuff. It was a whole different time like there's, frame. There's slashes every fucking year. There's, like, creature features every fucking... Every year or two, like... Mm-hmm. It's... 
I don't know. Yeah, I I really think the seventies is way more influential than the fifties. It is like it, it brought in so many more subgenres into the horror. We spoke about the slasher genre. We spoke about religious horror. There wasn't really much of those things before that. I mean, obviously there was, but it really came into its own in the seventies, and that's why I think the seventies had more influential films than the fifties. And I, I think this was the start of like a lot of really realistic, quote unquote, looking like practical gore. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It did. So we're both going the 70s on that? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, question number two. Which decade had the more enjoyable films? <laughs> Once again, dude, I, I'm just going to say it. It's the 70s for me. Yeah, I enjoy it. Like, I've got a, I've got a, a soft spot for 50s movies. But, like... And, and like, you know, there, there was a few where I was like, you know what, I enjoy the, the original better than the remake. But for the most part, if I'm working on a movie and it's from the 50s or the 70s, it's from the 70s. I mean, how can you not, man? No, Like, legit. don't get me wrong. Legit. The 50s is important in the horror genre, but at the same time, I'm just going to go out and say it, man. The 50s is, so far, my least favorite decade that we've done. Wow. Okay. I, I enjoyed it. I like all the sci-fi stuff and shit, but yeah, it's just like, it's got Alien, it's got Jaws, it's got... <laughs> that's There's so much more enjoyable, like, 10 out of 10 fucking holistic movies. Exactly. Yeah. So, question number three. Which decade had more original and unique films? <laughs> well, more is easily, easily the 70s. Yeah. Um, I think, quite honestly, you said it earlier in this episode, the 50s did have a lot of remakes of the 30s films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just thinking that too, where I was like, yes, it had a lot of original sci-fi stuff, but half of the movies seem to be just rehashes of 30s movies. Pretty much. Yeah, it, it did. So I'm taking the 70s once again. And given that they only had like less than 100 horror movies and half of them were fucking The Mummy and Frankenstein and, you know. Yeah. It's not that. It's not as original. I can't fight for the originality like I could in the 30s. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So no. we're both kind of the 70s again. This one is the 70s. <laughs> All right. Um, which decade had more importance in horror? Now, this one is, is a little trickier because without the 50s, we wouldn't have the big creature features. We wouldn't have the kaijus. I mean, maybe we would, but that's when they originated. But in saying that, the 70s had so much more importance yeah again I think this is when you start getting big blockbuster horror movies like yeah. I, I don't know what the six, I don't know what the 60s looks like but like you know well no we did because just, the summer blockbuster was born with Jaws in 1975 yeah yeah like and then I, I think I think this is when horror was really put on the map where I was like I feel like um, I don't know, like, not a super popular thing. 
it was the redheaded stepchild in the fifties. Yeah, like people still there was loved it. Some but... people that liked it, but it was like comic books, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It was so... a very niche thing, and look, don't get me wrong, horror fans are still a niche audience, but there's still blockbuster fucking horror movies, and I think the seventies was had a lot of influence in that. Definitely. Yeah. So we're both going the seventies again. <laughs> Sorry, 50s. I, I do like the 50s. I wanted it to get some points, but it's just... These questions are... <laughs> it's hard to argue with. They're, they're aimed more at the 70s. Um, yeah. Well, you could give points to it here, because the last question is, which decade do you prefer? Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like the 70s, but I like... It just... You know, I know Jaws is your thing, but fuck, Jaws is up there for me too, and Alien, and fucking, like... Halloween, yeah. Dawn of the Dead, Exorcist, Harry. Dawn of the Dead, Texas Chainsaw. Like, oh, yeah, I, exactly. Like, fucking, I remember, like, I used to wear my carry shirt everywhere. I met you when you were wearing a carry shirt. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> um, I, I was never as deep into horror as you were, but, like, Man, a lot of what I grew up watching of horror stuff was 70s shit. Yeah. Because we had all the old fucking videotapes, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, exactly, man. So the 70s... Yeah. It's it's a very much a one-sided argument, especially now with the results, but um, how can you argue with the importance of the 1970s in horror? I, I'd still like to see what the people think. Um we can do a but poll man. and we can get them involved as well, but at the moment the score is ten to zero. Seventies <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fifties movies. Do you want me to put up a poll for the people to say their words? Let's put up a poll for the people. It might be interesting the next episode just to see if there's anyone that picks the fifties. And also I like um I like hearing the reasons why. Like uh, uh people getting uh, more educated opinions. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true because we are the you dummies, know? so makes sense. Like uh, who who gave that mad like summation from last episode? Uh, Don. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. If Don weighs in, it'd be worth it just for that. It will, but I can guarantee, like his favorite movie came out in the seventies, so I. Pretty confident on what side he's... Although he's a big Godzilla fan, so who knows. Um, hey, look, I, I just... I want to I see what pans out. I want to see if anybody votes for the for the 50s or if it's as one-sided as it is here. Be curious yeah. to see. And, you know, the listeners get to play too. <laughs> That's true, man. That's true. So, at the moment, well, it's kind of confirmed, but um, we now say goodbye to the 1950s. And uh, the 1970s moves on. So, until next time, where we're doing the next decades are the 1990s, oh, the 90s decade, versus the 1920s. Get ready. 20s? Get ready for silent films. Jeez. Yep. I'm I'm intrigued because there's get, a few. Get ready to try and find them too. <laughs> oh, dude, YouTube. YouTube? They'd be crawling okay. on on YouTube. 
1920 films will be easy to find. Sick. That actually works for me for this yeah. week. So. Oh, so I think I've got like three box sets with mainly 1920 films, so I'm pretty sad. <laughs> also, like, um, short, right? Sorry? Short. Short. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. 60 so. minutes, 40 minutes. Oh, there's an even older Dr. Jekyll. Yeah. So there you go. You can watch that as an older um, Hunchback of Notre Dame movie, too. Nice. Yeah, so that will be the next episode. I'm, I'm super into. I, I'll tell you what. They've been hard work, and it's been lots of movies. But I've genuinely been loving this series. It's been good, man. So thank you again to Jordy Van Vuckles for giving this idea to us. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't just like normally we might have a week where we watch, maybe a fucking twenties movie, but like, not where we can really dig in. You know, like this is fun. Yeah. And I, be, I wouldn't, I wouldn't of my own volition be like, I'm going to go back and watch a bunch of fucking 1920s movies. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's, um, it's a cool experiment, you know? It will be interesting <sighs> to see... Nosferatu. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what comes up, like who ends up winning this, because I don't know, man. We really have to um, see... Mm. So we've still got a few more decades to do, but uh, the next episode, 1920s versing the 1990s. Guys, this concludes this episode of The Dummies of Horror. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want more, we do have a Patreon page open. Go over to patreon.com forward slash dummies of horror to check our stuff out. So much bonus content on there. You will not get bored, I guarantee. Yeah, Um, there's a lot on there. If you want some merchandise, go to redbubble.com and we have a shop there called Horror Dummy where we have our own t-shirts, including a Tom Cruise-style t-shirt. We do. We do. And that is it, guys. Until next time, I've got to go. I've got the fucking sneezes now. I've got to go sneeze, so I'm going to leave it for you. Dip. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) That's all you had to say. (laughs) 